Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive into today's episode. We're talking about turning over the engine of a gamified classroom, what that means to me, and hopefully what that means to you. Uh, as always, I would love to hear from you, so use the hashtag WellPlayedPodcast and tag me at Mr. Matera. I would love to hear your thoughts. Do that on X, Twitter, who knows. You can also do that on Instagram at Mr. Matera, E-D-U. Uh, truly, love to hear from all of you guys. Uh, okay, so into today's episode, turning over the engine of a gamified class. This idea of getting a car started, right? Once that engine has turned over and the gears click in, it actually is a lot easier to have the engine run than it is to turn it over. Get those gears turning for the first time is the challenging part. And here we are, if you're following along live with us, uh, you will know that we're in the beginning of the year, at least here in North America. And... This idea of getting it started is, well, that's the hard part, right? Is how do you get, how do you turn over that engine? How do you get started in your gamified class? And how do you get those kids buy-in? I just finished week one, clocked in week two this week. Uh, last week's episode, I talked about cascading informational theory. This is a really important. I'm just going to reiterate it again here at the top of the podcast. You want to make sure you don't bore the kids with every detail of the game. I try to chunk out what they need to know to get started. And so this idea of cascading informational theory is what do they need today? What do they need now? So definitely like out of the gate, I talk about my houses those being my class periods. I talk about guilds, those being the tables the students are at. Talk a little bit about XP and a little bit about items, but I don't really like get into them. I just kind of say you're going to earn them. I give them their item sheet, and so they know they're going to be physical. But I don't really talk about that. It gets them a little excited, which brings me to my latest, newest point on this podcast today, and that is you want a little bit of mystique. So this goes with that informational cascading theory. Don't spell everything out have that mystique. I gave them the item card holder without telling them everything about items. Uh, and when kids get their first item, I talk to that kid at a time in which everybody's kind of working, but working quietly. And you could see everyone's eyes are on me paying out that kid and talking to him about this item. Sometimes when I walk away, a couple of the kids huddle around that kid. That's building a little mystique, a little mystery. And this is important. You want kids to revel, maybe, in the fact that this is a different class than they've experienced in the past. That this isn't something that they're used to. This is not a known entity. And I don't mean that in a scary way. This isn't like tests and quizzes that they're not certain of. This is just a new overall experience that they haven't had. And I think that that's so awesome that they can kind of embrace that. And when you do this mystique, when you give the one item card, 
when you do informational cascading theory where they know they're in houses and they know there's XP points, but they don't really know how it all clicks together. They're intrigued. You know, it's it's the intellectual version of their eyebrow, one eyebrow kind of going up. <laughs> I can't do that, but you know what I'm talking about. And with this mystique, something that kind of goes hand in hand with that is this idea of inspiring uh, initiative. Um, if I just start my year with saying, here's a bunch of optional tasks, go do them. I mean, kids are going to see that a mile away as just extra work. And while it is extra work, I'm not going to hide the fact that it's extra work. I think it's extra work that I see as functional for them. I see it as helping them. I talk to them about how everything I put in my classroom, game or otherwise, is there to make them the best version of themselves. I say this straight away to them. And with that, eyeball to eyeball, me saying what I have put out there for you is for the betterment of you. They now all of a sudden see these side quests as maybe I should check these out. And I make these side quests different than what they've experienced in the past. Like, it is not like a worksheet. It is not, you know, just write me some research report. It leans more on the creative side of things and definitely open-ended. So it already throws them in a little bit in the uncomfortable because they're used to projects being detailed, projects having a rubric, projects having exemplars to look at. And now my side quest, if you have been a fan of this show or my book or EMC2 and you've looked at the side quest, you know they're open-ended. You know they don't detail this that well. And that's intentional. It's intentional. It's, it's inspiring them to take initiative. It's inspiring them to be a little more confident in themselves and what they are capable of doing. You want them to start to realize that up above in their cranium is a Ferrari and it is only their own doubts, it is only their own age that has told them not to take that out on the open road. And so my classroom, I try really hard to build an Autobahn for that Ferrari. And so they start. And I got to tell you, two weeks in, I already have something like 15, 20 quests already turned in. And we've already started that dialogue between students and teacher about those quests. I've piqued interest with other people by handing out items to those kids that have done those quests. Kids starting to talk about what items. I've tried to give out different items, so everybody's kind of like, oh, I want that one. Oh, that sounds good. Oh my gosh, I kind of want them all. I have intentionally kept my binder out of view. They don't know how many items are in the game. And then it was towards the end of that second week, I pulled out my giant red binder. It's one of these three-inch red binders, and kids just lost their mind. And this, again, is that open road, that autobahn. They know that everything in that binder can only be gotten through the work, through the work of taking the initiative, through the work of applying creativity, through the work of growing their capacity for confidence. And when they apply themselves, when they put in that effort and they start to move into the unknown, they start to stretch the limits. They've gone outside the box, but in fact, what they did is they bent the box. They pushed the walls of that box. The box 
is never going to go back to its same shape. They have, in effect, become stronger, both in the game and out of the game, and I love it. I so love it, and I am so excited to see them do this. Now, another way that I add a little mystique is in the beginning of the year, I let them earn points for a lot of class stuff. I don't usually do that. Like my most important way, best way to earn points in my game and items in my game and badges in my game is through side quests and adventure paths. These are extra optional activities that builds that character, that builds the initiative in them, the curiosity, the confidence, all of this gets wrapped up into it. But I also sometimes have high XP days in class, and I definitely make sure I stack those in the beginning of the game. But I don't release that leaderboard right away. And so by the time we're like maybe like four or five days into class, I release that leaderboard. And they start to see, oh, my gosh, we are earning points. Oh, my gosh, my guild is you know, in the middle. Oh, my gosh, my class is only 300 points away from first. Oh, my gosh. I'm only like 50 points out of the top 10. And this adds to that crescendo of inspiring that initiative, gaining the confidence, setting goals. They start to choose a course, a course of action in my class. Something I have to tell you, many students, at least in middle and elementary, never really thought about doing in your class. They did not really think about setting a course of action in your class. They didn't even know the possibilities, what actions were available to them. And now I have a huge playground, an empty highway, as I have told you in this metaphor, that they can go explore and ultimately become the best versions of themselves. That is pretty darn powerful. My last sort of tip for you in terms of turning over that engine of the gamified classroom, getting them excited is with these items that you give them. Give them something they can use right away. Don't, I have like a lot of items that, you know, maybe are set collect, you have to get a bunch of them or something like that. Those are too, I don't wanna say complicated, but they're, they're not as exciting right away. You wanna give them something, even if it's a kind of, I'm doing air quotes here, a wooden sword. For those of you that have played video games, you kinda know that wooden sword is not the greatest thing to get, but there's, that's the beginning. That's the thing you get right away. And it gives you a little bit of understanding of the game, the physics, the rules, the, the what you can do. It lets you test the limits. And then later you get better weaponry, better activities, better things you can do. Same in my class game. So I give them things that let them go back to their locker. I give them things that double side quests. I give them things that might bend a rule a little bit. And they are eating it up. I can't wait. I'm about to start week three. By the time this has dropped, I will be in week three. And I can't wait to update you on that. And that is all I have for you in terms of turning over the engine in your gamified class. I hope you think about how you can turn over that engine and get it humming. Get it singing, folks. All right, everybody. That is all I have for you today. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Use the hashtag WellPlayedPodcast. Take me at Mr. Matera or at Mr. Matera EDU if it's on Instagram. All right, everybody. Have a great day and play on.